welcome to Beautiful Possibility, the creative process journal of Jillian Jacob Kieser. That's me. I created this for all stuck, hopeful, and aspiring creatives everywhere. You are not alone. The truth is, perfectionism grabbed me sometime in adolescence and halted my creative journey for many years. Today, my desire to create is stronger than my fear. So I created this podcast as my day-to-day account of getting unstuck and into motion. In this audio journal, I'll take you along on my process of unblocking and relearning how to find joy, courage, and fulfillment in creating. I always say the only place to start is exactly where you are. So let's begin. Hello, friends. Today, I want to return to a topic we've talked about before on the show, which is energy cycles. I have some new insights, and I think that they'll be interesting and helpful to you. So previously, I'd talked about this idea of, you know, our personal energy, creative energy, and I don't know, verve, you could call it, going through these sort of reliable up and down cycle. So for me, when I get a new idea, I get a new inspiration, I get hella pumped, so pumped. And I have tons of energy and I want to do it all right then that day. And then inevitably I've run out of steam at some point and I'll crash and I'll feel really bummed and depressed and, you know, like I can't do anything and I'll never be any good. Sound familiar? So I had sort of started exploring the idea in the last episode I did about this topic. You know, how can we, A, notice them? Okay, great, check, I noticed it. And B, sort of utilize it for our good. So that was sort of where I left off. And I've been kind of noodling on that since then. And I didn't really have a solution there besides just like buckle up and enjoy the ride, (laughs) which I don't know, maybe that's a solution. But I was in the Inspired Collective, which is Amy McNee, inspired to write, follow her, please, if you don't, her creative community. We were talking about the four tendencies, which is Gretchen Rubin's awesome quiz and book about intrinsic motivation. So I want to give a shout out to Amy for reminding me about this awesome work. I had read Gretchen's book a few years ago, and um, it was always sort of in the back of my mind, but I wanted to share the framework with all of you today. We can talk about it, and it relates to energy cycles in an interesting way. So the four tendencies is basically, there's a great quiz online. You can take it. It's pretty fast. And there's four different categories of how you motivate yourself. So if you can imagine a two by two grid where the top is like, do you uphold promises you've made to yourself? Yes, no. Do you uphold promises you've made to others? Yes, no. And then based on the different combinations, you are one of four types. So upholders uphold promises they've made to themselves just as well as promises they've made to others. If you you know, if an upholder tells you they're going to do something, they absolutely will. These are the people who make New Year's resolutions and then follow them, no matter if anyone ever knew that they did it or not, right? Like a promise is as good as gold. Obligers is the next category where you will uphold promises you've made to others, 
you'll be on time to every meeting, you'll turn in every assignment. But if you make a promise to yourself and no one knows about it, it you'll absolutely neglect it. If you had someone waiting on you for something, you would always prioritize someone else's need above yours. Um, and then there are questioners who won't do something if someone asks them to, they have to intrinsically believe that it makes sense. So they ask a lot of questions. These are people that seek a lot of research and they need to inherently understand why something is worthwhile to do. And then finally, there are the rebels, which will <laughs> rebel against promises that they've made to themselves, promises they've made to others. Like this is a really interesting energy type where they have to have a lot of freedom. Um, any sort of commitment feels like a sort of a shackle for them. So those are the four types. It's really fun to take the quiz if you're that kind of person. I love quizzes. Um, thinking about how you are motivated, right? Whether you're one type or a, a mixture of many types or you have aspects, like it's all good. But it's an interesting lens to look at how you get work done, how you get creative work done, and where your energy comes from in terms of your creative work. So thinking about what inspires me, learning something new inspires me, and I want to immediately share it with you. Why did I create this podcast so that I can do random little episodes as soon as I learn something new and want to share it? Yes. So that's me leaning into that question or energy. I love learning. I love sharing. I get really excited and I want to act on it immediately. And the issue that I was struggling with around this was I was holding myself to the standards of someone like an upholder where I would set out goals for the week. Here's what time and what day I'm going to do this. And then I would not do them. And then I would get mad at myself and I would give up. And then I would make like stronger goals the next week to try and overcome my own tendencies. And as I was thinking about the tendencies over this past weekend, realizing that like, oh, I'm, re I'm rebelling against those goals because I deep down think that they're arbitrary and they are. There's not a particular day I have to do any of this stuff as long as I keep going and I trust myself. I know I can rely on myself to keep going. And so how can I loosen my grip on those very perfectionist tendencies in terms of goal setting? I will do this every day at this time, rain or shine, which like energizes me to make the goal. But when I have to go do the goal, I hate it. <laughs> And how can I lean into this more kind of, I don't know, ephemeral, spastic energy that gets me excited and really inspired and I do really good work. And so I think just giving myself the invitation to accept that as a mode of being, right? Like you read so many blog posts about, don't oh, sit your butt in the chair at 8 a.m., do the same thing every day is the only way to do it. And you don't read about too many people who sort of, I don't know, move around a little bit more and do what, do what seizes them that day and kind of lean into that energy. I mean, you read about people who are mad, like artists who have, are unhinged, but you don't read about too many people who are like totally cruising, doing fine, and don't have a super clockwork-like creative schedule. So all that is to say, 
I've learned to loosen my grip on my perfectionist tendencies of schedule making and see that sort of distractible, spiky energy that I have and always have had as a resource, as a gift, that is amazing that I can do that instead of how do I smooth out the spikes and make it more even, which is what I was doing without realizing it. So I hope this is helpful. I hope this gives you an invitation to look at the way that you create with more love and more compassion and more radical self-acceptance because you are a gift. Your creative energy is a gift. If it doesn't fit in a box, it's even more of a gift. And I just want you to take some gentle noticing of the patterns that help you create. When do you feel most alive? When do you feel most in flow with your ideas? Is it late at night, early in the morning? When you're by yourself? When you're at a party? When you're in nature? And just notice, how would you treat your creative process if you trusted it? How would you treat your energy if you respected and loved it? That's all for me today. Thank you so much for being here. I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for walking this creative path with me. I'm so grateful to be learning with you. If you like the show, I'd love for you to share it with a fellow creative and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. For more day-to-day support and inspiration, join our growing creative community on Instagram at beautiful underscore possibility. The show is hosted by me, Jillian Jacob Kieser, and edited by Abby Circatella. The theme music is from Candelion. Until next time, just keep going. Thank you.